that's a triple play. New episodes, I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. Open your mind at the first gate. Press play, no need to debate. AOA, check me out. Look, clock in, you can catch the hype. Golden Dawn, how we follow the light. Anime like life, uh, married to it, my wife. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages? Welcome back to the AOA show. I'm your host as always, Ian, along with my boys, Isaiah. Yo, yo, yo. And Gavin. What's up? <laughs> and we are here today to bring you another tier list due to popular requests because we just fucking love doing them. And this one is going to be the best villains in anime. I'm not going to go through the entire spiel, but for those of you who are already been along, have already been along for the ride, you know the deal. We're not going to include everyone because we haven't watched everything. And we want to try and include ones that all three of us have watched so that we can have a conversation around it. So if your favorite villain is not on here, don't take it personally. He just didn't meet the criteria that we needed. Also, all of the villains on the lists are pretty badass villains in their own right so if they get a lower tier ranking that doesn't mean that they're a bad villain it's just mm -hmm. in comparison to the other ones on this list we believe they deserved Correct. that spot also i'd like to say this episode is sponsored by water drink some because this is going to be a fucking long haul between the <laughs> between the potential arguments that we get into as they are every time um <laughs> arguments mean winning statements Ian. yeah yeah exactly i don't know it's sponsored and by water yes like not water. the companies that make the water nope. bottles. Yeah. Water. just make it fancy like h2o it's just called water drink some but um Anyway, so again, for those of you who don't know, we have a little house rule here where each one of us will get a token, as we like to call it. So during this um, tier list and the making of it here, if we feel that a character belongs in S tier or any other spot really for that matter, we can move that character to, or rather to S tier with our token while we are discussing it and they are there, no questions asked. If you did not use your token at the end of the tier list rounds here, um, you can take a character so long as that character has not had a token used on it already and you can move that character to any category um, on on this list provided you haven't moved someone to S tier and use your token already. So that's those are the rules. Um, that's the tier list. Let's talk if, about some bad. Yeah, so let's do it. So we have uh, five tiers here. We have at um, S. S tier, we have, that's a bad motherfucker. Um, we're Samuel L. Jackson when you need him. Uh, <laughs> when, at tier A, we have straight supervillain. At tier B, we have next level evil shit. Um, at tier C, we have get what I want. And at tier D, we have I'm not evil, I'm just upset, <laughs> uh, which is a good one. That's personally my, one of my favorites. If you scroll down a little bit there, Gavin, if you don't mind, we'll introduce you to the villains that made this tier list. We're trying to keep it at a rough um, eight because we don't want to be here forever. Um, so the eight that we came up with based off the criteria I explained before is number one is Madara Uchiha from uh, Naruto Shippuden. At number two, we have Dio Brando from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. At number three, we have Griffith from Berserk. Mm. Number four, we have Ezekiel from Attack on Titan. Number five, we have Boros from One Punch Man. Number six, we have Isabella from The Promised Neverland. Number seven, we have Muzan from Demon Slayer. And at number eight, we have All for One from My Hero Academia. So... We're going to jump right into this list, but remember, if you guys like the content today, make sure you guys are liking, subscribing, and hitting that notification bell, sharing with your friends, and commenting your thoughts down below. What did you think of our opinions? What do you think about the characters on this tier list? And what other tier list would you like to see us do in the future? If you don't have us on socials yet, that's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You'll definitely want to follow us there. Join our new Discord. We're really proud of that, that we just yes. made. We're trying to build a community, so that link is there as well. Um, if you guys want to listen on an audio-only version, maybe you can't always catch the video uh, format. We do have that. Spotify 
Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, etc. They're everywhere. Make sure you guys are following us on your favorite podcast platforms. And make sure if you want to take that support to the ultimate level, you can hit us up on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash AOA show. Or as always, all of these links, and I really mean all of them, are in the description <laughs> down below. Definitely go check those out. All right, so let's hop into it. So number one, we have Madara Uchiha from Naruto Shippuden. Correct. So we picked uh, Madara like in over Kayuga, right? Because we thought, you know, um, Madara just seemed a little bit more likable. And it seems like he's a little bit more interesting of a character. And yeah. he is human as compared to Kayuga, who is not. So for anyone wondering, um, but I think he's a very interesting villain from Naruto. When I personally look at him, and, and he's complex, right? Because Isaiah and I, I'm curious to hear your thoughts because we had a conversation before. Obviously, we recorded this as to like, where does he really rank, you know, in like terms of super villain shit, right? Because it's like, at the end of the day, mm -hmm. what he wants to, because like a lot of it's motivation, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, like why do I want to do the things I'm doing? And then how am I carrying those things out? And, you know, at the end of the day, do I believe I'm really morally right or superior or I have the moral high ground or do I know that I'm an evil sack of shit and I'm just doing this for the fun of it, right? And I feel like Madara is very complex in that nature because at the end of the day, he, he you know, his main goal is to basically put everyone in a state where there is no, there is no pain. There is no suffering. There is no sadness. There is no sorrow. Right. And although we obviously have improved wrong and there are many other complex philosophical and existential reasons as to why that's not the right way to go. Um, as explained through Naruto and all the protagonists in Naruto, um, it definitely provides an interesting argument at the end of the day. You say, okay, is it really that bad? <laughs> you know, at the end of the day. So I'm actually curious with that being said, um, where your guys thoughts lie at face value, or if you have any like strong leanings, because with all that said, I'm not going to lie. It's hard with him coming in at the, the first slot here for me to know exactly where to put him. Right. I don't know. What do you think? Are we going off of the category names with this or no? No, 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 okay. no, no. Keep that in mind no, no, no. too. It's don't. always just okay. because yeah. I, like I know to be it's just hard because like immediately I'm like, he's not evil. He's just, no, no. Like, <laughs> well, no, he's no, a pretty no. evil nigga. I mean, I, I he mean, killed yeah. like thousands, thousands, yeah, thousands I of know, people. But like, he was just upset. No, no, no. <laughs> if somebody just like pet his hair and like <laughs> caressed his, his thigh, he would have been his okay. lion's mane. His yeah. Never take the names literally for what it means. We even get that messed up sometimes, but it's, um, we're going by S A B C D, et cetera. We're just for funnies. We have the names. So. I don't know. Ooh. I wanted to put him like off the jump into straight supervillain, like just really? right off the bat. But I could see an argument being made for S tier just off the fact that. Can you scroll down for a second? I just want to make sure that I have this right. What I'm about to say. Um, yeah, I, I would say of the villains here on this list, he's one of the few that has just put a stupid level of work into like the execution of his plan i mean first off it literally was a plan that literally outlived him he like this plan he could not accomplish in his lifetime but he made he found a way that he would be able to carry out said plan whether it was through you know as many people as he did go through um <laughs> which like the, every time i think about it is like crazy to me it, literally he his plan spawned three different lifetimes past him and he found a way to like be there to execute it what the like that's that's a that is a stupid level of commitment to said goals like whether they are evil whether he like just the level of dedication that he's willing to put into this being like like this evil plan as a villain I'm like you gotta give him props for that like that's like some of these niggas bro rolled out of bed and they were like I think I'm just gonna <laughs> fuck people up today he was like you know what I'm gonna wait 
exactly three centuries till everybody thinks that I'm really gone. And then I'm going to fuck everybody's <laughs> shit up. And that is almost what he did. If Kagi hadn't come in, well, and Naruto Sasuke, he would have done that. And he got pretty fucking close. I mean, everybody was literally, I mean, he was like, his finger was on the trigger, bro. And then like Kagi snatched that gun away at the last second. But he, he got pretty fucking close. And I just feel like you can't, you can't diss that amount of time, bro. That's three lifetimes, bro. That's fair. And I think that's a very solid argument for a, why we need to give mm. respect to this character in general. But I don't think that that puts him above others in super villainous. Right. And I think, okay, again, we have to take everything with a grain of salt here because these tier lists, part of them is, you know, it's arbitrary and it's fun and it's subjective, right? So it's like, there are no clearly defined rules at the end of the day, right? Because if we're talking about like evil for evil or like, I like them because of this, like we could name a plethora of reasons and different ones at that as to why we believe they get there. So it kind of comes down to personal, you know, like preference. I said, you can put them in A if you want. I could just see an argument. Being yeah, well, I'm not going to lie. And again, a lot of what I do here um, when I look at these, when I look at these things is that I try and compare them to the people specifically on the list. Um, and because I, 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 you know, I don't want to be too, I don't want to be too careful or too, you know, uh, like rush to put this character at, at a spot when and then I'm like, wait a minute, if we're comparing him to someone like, you know, to the right of him, does he really compare? And I you think, fucking th I, I think so. No, 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 not, not Dio specifically. I'm saying everyone's to the right oh. of him. Dick. But uh, anyway, <laughs> but you're right. <laughs> but of course, I know uh, I am of course you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but with that being said, uh, definitely not S. And uh, I think there's an argument to be made between, I can see straight supervillain, but I think there's an argument to be made for next level evil shit or straight supervillain. And I think the reasoning is for me, again, for my reasoning, is that you can't take away the amount of planning that it went into this for sure. It's definitely fucking something to write home about. But at the end of the day, I feel as if there is a part of Madara that is very, I can't find the right words right now, but like childish and vindictive and spiteful and jealous, right? He's jealous, uh, jealous of the first Hokage. He's spiteful. He's vindictive in the sense that he, he can't, you know, he can't take no for an answer. He's very angry at the world and all those things definitely play a part. But at the same time, I feel like what he, what his mission, like at the end goal, I truly think that he thinks he's doing this for, for something for good, for a good purpose. Um, at the end of the day, and that doesn't make it right. And some might argue that makes him worse, right? Because that, you know, if the, if you fooled into thinking you're good and you're evil, that's even worse. But but at the end of the day, like for me and my criteria, it's like I don't think Madara, with the amount of planning, like I don't think he woke up one day, you know what I mean, and was like, like you said, like you know, I'm just gonna go like fucking ruin people's lives for like absolutely no reason. I think like with him, it's like okay. Like there's a reason that I need to do this and it's to eliminate the suffering and pain that I've felt. And like everyone should, nobody should have to go through that shit. So there's like this weird fucked up sense of like nobleness in it, even though it's like so twisted, if that makes sense. So like yeah. that being said, I could see personally an argument for next level evil shit or straight supervillain. But I'm curious, Gavin, if you have a thought on it, because I could see arguments for both. No, I actually share a very similar viewpoint with you on it. And, like, it's just, it's hard because, like, we're putting in way too much time. Like, you need a nine-to-five. You need to do something. You need a fucking hobby. And it, like, it sucks because it really just comes down to the nature of himself and his form and 
where you were talking about the nobility factor behind it, where it's like he did it because he genuinely thought it was for the benefit of everybody else. Mm-hmm. And even though that's like the most deluded mindset that you can have, it's like in a weird way, not inherently evil, I guess, or like it is evil, but like, I think it's just like what you really determine to be evil. Like what you said before is, do you think that makes it's it more so evil hard, or right? less evil? It's so hard. And like, <laughs> it is evil because he is forcing that opinion onto every, literally everybody. Nobody has like a fucking word to speak on terms of what they want. But like, fuck. It um, is hard, right? And this is very ambiguous, the term of villain and like good and evil. And that's why I think this is going to be a fun one, but this might be a tough one to sort out. Uh, and but. then again, I'm also comparing him to other people. On Cabins the list. in the I'm tank. Like, uh, <laughs> next level evil shit. Final answer. All right. I think, uh, I think that's it. I think that settles that. We'll put them there. Yeah, easy enough. We'll put them there, but we definitely can Y'all, see arguments. Dick and my boy. <laughs> but definitely can see arguments for the one above. Yeah, yeah, to be yeah, fair. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, got yeah, a token. Yeah. Fucking move this yeah, yeah. Well, I don't want to, I don't want to fucking splurge on my token yet. I might, there's a whole <laughs> seven other people. Bro. All right. Well then calm your tits and lower <laughs> the nips. I'm just saying right. that's still disrespect, bro. <laughs> that's all I'm nips. saying. You're just going to take him and put his nipples lower. I will leave my nips bright and high. Thank you very much. He puts them right next to his belly button. So it looks like a little face <laughs> you all are fucking children oh hell yeah we are <laughs> anyway uh, all right. right let's now get to the <laughs> to the best super villain of all time gavin i was thinking oh all right really yeah so are you cool next one next one token really no can we have a conversation about it no that's Ran on why JoJo is the best and Dio is the worst. Are you just kidding to get me? You're not swaying my mind. Oh my god, the close. You use your token on that nigga. Oh, we're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> the close fucking mindedness. No, the it's close- what you call a democracy, da- Gavin. Okay, first of all, Gavin, you have not even went through and seen all of JoJo. Okay, so your opinion is like a little bit floundering. And second of all, I don't have to because it is irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, life. but that means. That means that you don't have like all of the facts on this in terms. Ooh, but I'm pretty sure majority rules, though. So I'm Gavin and I agree. Really sure. You really in good faith are going to do that just because I like JoJo? Like that is some petty shit. That's some petty shit, and I'm all about it. So from both of you, dead ass. That's some fucking petty shit. We're doing that. Good. Slap my face on this wow. list and put me up to that's a I bad motherfucker. I'll take it. Well, listen. Regardless, fuck you guys. Regardless of where you guys want to put. I'm going to explain real quick why I think he deserves to be way higher than that. (laughs) First of all, which to me personally, I think that I don't, I don't know if he's necessarily S, um, but I think there's an argument to be made on him for a straight supervillain personally. Um, And I do believe that. And again, this is because of the um, Gavin, can you pause that real quick? Um, yeah, so I think there's an argument personally, all jokes aside, to have him somewhere in the realm of straight supervillain. Um, and the reason I do say that is because of everyone that I see on this list besides maybe Muzan, I would say. And maybe there's an argument for all for one. But again, all for one, we don't have all the cards, whereas Muzan, we've finished the manga. So we, I, we have a pretty good idea. Dio is like the definition of a fucking asshole for the literal sake 
of being an asshole. And if you want an argument to put him in S tier, I could give you one right now is that Dio kills dogs. So I think that actually, believe it or not, in terms of villain is pretty fucking high for some people in their minds just right off the rip, I will say. But besides that, Dio is someone who is so arrogant and egotistical that he literally has no fucking care for anyone else in the world at all. He has made a mother eat her own child. Like I said, he's killed dogs before and everything he does is seemingly just to be like, yeah, because I can right? Like that's it. And so like, again, if we're taking this argument between someone like Madara, where you're like, well, at the end of the day, maybe that makes him less evil in some weird way, because it's like his, his whole perspective isn't skewed. Like Dio knows what he is. And like, he doesn't give a single shit about it. It's kind of like when we were, you know, like, well, I don't want to spoil too much for TOG, so I won't compare him to Yurik, but it's like, he knows who he is and he doesn't give a fuck type thing. Like that's, that's Dio. You know what I mean? Like there is really no rhyme or reason. And he will slaughter as many innocent people as is needed or use and manipulate people in any way, shape or form and like ruin their lives. Um, just because there's even, he even spoiler alert, but even like in part four of Jojo, there is a character because spoiler alert, the, uh, at the end of season three, he's, you know, he's defeated, um, by, by Jotaro. Um, but you know, for anyone who's familiar with Jojo, he inserts the parasites into you to make him, to make you, uh, you know, fulfill his bidding, even if you were like having second thoughts. But the fucked up thing is, is that in part four, it specified that even when, when he dies, the, the parasites are basically triggered to turn you into like, like this fucking abhorrent abomination, this like ugly fucking disgusting creature of life that no one will love. And it's so fucked up because like, even in death, like he uses these people that seemingly have nothing against him or have not done nothing to him and will either ruin their life, kill them or ruin the lives of everyone that surrounds him as well. So I personally, um, would no, no lower than straight super villain, but honestly, I do think there's a legitimate argument, Jojo aside, for S based off this character in the objective. But that is my, that is my, those are my unfiltered thoughts. Yeah, and I'm fair torn enough. because so like, be it. I could obviously see him as like a straight super villain level villain, but I know like so many niggas will be pissed if we put him lower, and that kind of makes me want to put him lower. <laughs> I just think if somebody gave him a good hug, it would have all been resolved. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, we ne will never know, Gavin, you know? You could be right. Literally, Jonathan Joestar's father, oh, like, that's what he did. He was just like, Dio, I'm going to give you everything. And he's like, thanks, you fucking idiot. I'm also going to ruin your life because of it. Yeah, but like, maybe if sure his own father hugged him when he was a kid and fair. wasn't an alcoholic. That, that Gavin's like, fair the nurse in the hospital gave him a hug exactly. when he was born. That yes. be, no, yes. that's fair. No, I mean, um, I don't know. Just but yeah, I mean, so be it. I mean, my my... Vote for him from in, you know, subjectively is S. I can see an argument for straight supervillain, um, but this is a three man show. And, you know, fair enough if you want to put him low just because he's from JoJo or if you want to put him lower if you genuinely think he is. But that's my argument for him. So I'll take the low blow on this one. <laughs> okay. Griffith is not. <laughs> I said this thing and he's like, he's like, I know I shouldn't, but I'm still gonna. <laughs> I'm just torn, man. It's ugh. all right, Gavin, how about this? Well, we make a slight compromise and we bump him up one. <laughs> Bro, I'm the one in control of the mess. <laughs> oh shit, he's gone rogue. Oh man. Second of all, y'all are fucking wild. I'll compromise. 
Okay. All right. I'm using a token because <laughs> I still, I can't. Oh, I, then if you're going that route, then he's going back down. Well, I'm not even going to give him the luxury. He's then. going to ask because I've used my Again, token. Again, who has the mouse? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> I have got an anime on my side. And I have an, I've got an, and I have an entire JoJo no. fucking fan base and army that oh, will be ready man. to burn yeah, this you know, house down. I have a fucking soundboard. I'll start fucking clicking shit and you're able people. Yeah. What are you going to do? Huh? First off, dog, we get that too. So chill. Exactly. <laughs> I really would love to, like, if we could edit something where it's just, like, a rumbling sound and we, like, insert JoJo fucking stance coming through the door and just start beating the shit. Or we don't. <laughs> oh, no. I don't even think there's no, that I many JoJo Gen- Genuinely. There's a lot. Genuinely. And that's a JoJo reference. Genuinely, though, in good, in good, like, I literally cannot cannot fat I couldn't put him lower like even get what I want because I genuinely do not believe he deserves to be that low yeah, so I will use being a, a stand works <laughs> so I will use I will use a token on that for for s in All that right, in that respect he's one he's one evil motherfucker <laughs> roulette who would win all right I'll, do I'll, I'll be the nice guy he's just twiddling dicks over here bro <laughs> <laughs> like, how much longer can I stretch this out all right next we have Griffith mm-hmm. from uh berserk um, I'd like to have two tokens. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, and I think there are, and this is nice though, because even though, you know, this guy is straight up evil and, um, and all we have actually seen, uh, Griffith. And even though I'm the only one that is caught up with the manga, um, these guys have seen the golden age arc, which is essentially, I would feel enough to get a feel of like how evil Griffith is. I think that gives you a pretty yeah, good thing. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, he does more yeah. things throughout yeah, in the manga, I, but like this is like a pretty good benchmark for you guys. So I think you guys could weigh a pretty solid yeah, opinion yeah, and yeah. might, you know, it wouldn't change much. Um, yeah, I'm curious. He's a, Griffith is right, an incredibly Gavin, you, complex you, character. Are you, so. Where are you at in the manga? Did you start reading it? Honestly, you? I couldn't tell you. All right, fair enough. We'll just <laughs> yeah, go off like, Golden Age. I don't know where what I, do you, I don't What know. are your thoughts? I would honestly go no less than straight supervillain. So full disclosure, when I actually watched the, what was it, 1997 mm-hmm. version, the 1997 version, the OG, literally I have never watched a show that actually made me depressed for two days afterwards. Like I literally remember going into work the next day and like we had to be up at like six in the morning doing stupid shit. And I'm literally, I have my headphones in listening to the um, the Gatsu OST <laughs> yeah. on a 10 hour loop and like just sitting there like sobbing in the corner. And everybody's like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, I'm not even going to fucking talk to you right now. <laughs> um, so with that said, just that alone fucked me up. And I, I just, I, 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 I know that it just gets worse and I can't handle it. So I, yeah, no, no lower than straight super villain for me. Yeah. Personally. Do you think because well to to flush that out a little bit? Do you think if it's it's because of the the profound emotional impact that that had on you, like for Griffith well, specifically, that, and like, like everything involved? Just, that's when he made the realization. So the the whole crux to this is him determining his own mindset and where he's at in life, and he makes the decision, and it's very apparent that he's like, I am picking my intentions. And I will step on whoever that I need to to get to that place. Mm-hmm. And for me, like almost by definition, that is like almost that is pure evil. You know, yeah. it doesn't matter what collateral damage there is or, you know, what problems ensue at the end of the day. He, like I am selfish enough that I'm going to end up on top no matter yeah, what. Yeah. And like for me, I'm just like, that's a no go. Yeah. So I have yes. some interesting stuff to say about him, but I'm curious to hear your opinion. On I'm going to be honest. Like I'm going to defer to whatever you guys say on this one, because I mean everything that Gavin literally just said is my, the extent of my knowledge with Griffith. Um, 
And yeah, I don't like him. He's a bad dude. Uh, I would totally <laughs> see straight supervillain, and I really have nothing else to to yeah. expedite uh, with that. No, so. that makes sense. I think um, I think something that's very interesting about Griffith, right? So we've established between Madara and Dio, and I'm actually glad that the order of these characters played out in the way they did, right? Because we've established that Madara has this weird like noble quality quote unquote about him where it's like, you don't really know where to rank him per se in the fact that like he genuinely believes that there's a good to what he's doing. Right. So it's like, well, how evil are you? It's like the sympathetic villain archetype, right? Like you're Thanos from, from Marvel or at least the movies, right. And things like that. And then we go to someone like Dio who is like the literal antithesis to that. Right. Where he's like, I am bad because I want to be. Plain and simple. And I will do whatever the fuck to whoever I want, whenever I want. The end, right? But then you have someone like Griffith, and I think this is very interesting to me, and I think this is what actually makes you the most evil. I think mm-hmm. there's even more evil than than someone like Dio or someone like Madara, depending on where you do it. And I think what makes him that is because I think at the end of the day, Griffith knows, like Dio, or rather, he knows... No, I'm sorry, he's in between. He knows that what he is doing and what he is being asked to do and what he is the choice of doing Mm -hmm. is evil. Like the total definition of evil. Mm -hmm. Dio level evil. Yes. But unlike someone like, you know, Madara who is genuinely fooled by that and pursues it in an ignorant sense or someone opposite of Dio who does it for doing it, Griffith, even in knowing how evil it is, chooses to do it knowing how evil it is. It, it's like evil. The yeah. act is that he is committing right. and not just because I can, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there is no, it's not like I'm going to do it cause I can do it. Like there's an actual existential choice yeah. that is played out there. And he's like, not so one sided or the mm-hmm. other. And I actually think personally out of everyone on this list, that makes you even more evil. If not the most evil person in my personal opinion that you could possibly attain. You so were, the you put I personally would make the argument for S um, that that's my personal argument based off what I've just said. I don't think there's something that could top that mindset in terms of uh, in terms of villain. But you know, I see I see where I see where you know I can see where opinions lie. Um, that's just my personal take. All right, what did you say, Gavin? What was your vote? I just don't want to have too many people in S tier. Like, <laughs> that's like my thing. It's like I'm looking and I'm like, there's one other person that I know can probably make it up there. But like, I would genuinely say, I'm a bad move personally so that is where he's gonna go because democracy (laughs) (laughs) democracy is a beautiful (laughs) because democracy i'm curious to hear all um viewer thoughts on that and and kind of what we explained between moderate dio and some of these other villains like what do you think makes someone truly evil in terms of mindset if they are ignorant to it if they realize it and and do it and don't care or if they realize it care and then still do it Right, I think that's an interesting uh, topic of discussion. Well, the so important thing though is Griffith though. He's <laughs> all right, that's fair. I, I actually think Griffith is worse than Dio. So all right, um, next one we have is Ezekiel from Attack on Titan. Another one that I'm very interested to talk about, as with all of these, um, because he again he falls into this very interesting category of that, like he's kind of a product of his environment in a sense, right? Be- because of the things that he's done or the things that have been done to him and the ways that he's been used or manipulated or things like that. And I think it makes him a very interesting character. I'm curious to hear your thoughts um, in particular first on this one. Um, well, I feel like, so like, all right, for me, the way this tier listing goes is it's like, I feel like B level villains are the villains who kind of have that like, 
you know, the, the complicated aesthetic going on, right? Where it's like they're bad guys and they're doing bad things, but they're doing bad things for twisted good reasons mm. or it's sort of like the evil output from good intentions type beat, right? Where, um, you know, sort of like we were talking about with Madara. Um, and an A is like a step above that, right? Where it's like, no, you do know, like it's it's the sort of deal complex where it's like, no, you know what you're doing is bad and you kind of mm. just don't care. And like, again, in my mind, in the branding of supervillain, like, I feel like that's what it takes to make the cut for supervillain. It's like, no, you. I know what the definition of a villain is. I know what I'm doing matches it, and I just don't give a fuck because I'm a fucking supervillain. <laughs> and an S tier is like, you are you you already meet that criteria, but like, there's something else. There's some nugget about that character mm-hmm. that, at least for me personally, I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, well, you're not just an ordinary supervillain. Like, there's something about you. There's something about what you want or why you want it that, like, you know, I can't either get my head around or I can't quite grasp. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with, so when I'm thinking about these characters, it's like a lot of them, I mean, I don't know. I would say, to be honest, about half this list kind of automatically run the criteria for me of at least B, right? Where it's like, they're all doing shit, but like, if you really break down their perspective, because that's what it comes down to, right? Is their perspectives, right? There's villains who, like I said, do wrong because they know they're doing wrong and they just don't care. Or from their perspective, they're the protagonist of this story, right? They're doing right. They're trying to cleanse the world or, or save it or whatever the fuck. Um, And Ezekiel, like, right off the bat, strikes me as a B-tier villain because I'm like, all right, I know know why you're, uh, like, you know, he's doing fucked up shit, right, if you want to look at it from, like, a surface level of, like, he's getting titans to eat humanity and and, and kill them off and whatever. But it's like, all right, I know why you're doing this, though, right? I mean, because at least from where we are, if you're caught up with Attack on Titan, like, the perspective of his side, let's say, like, it's not, he's not, like, so ignorant, I guess, as to understand, as to claim himself to be, like, the hero, and I think, like, that's an important distinction between some of these villains here, is that some of them, while two of them may do wrong in claiming they're doing right, one might be like, well, I'm doing it because I'm the hero, I have to be the one, like, it's almost this, like, pseudo-god complex thing, where it's like, no, I have to be the one to correct the world because it doesn't want to correct itself where some of them are like, no, I'm not doing, I'm not the good guy here. I'm just doing like what's right. And like in that there's an implication that like doing what's right isn't always like a nice thing or it's not always like the thing a hero would do there. Cause there is no righteous. It's like, there's this, it's this like realistic approach to villainy almost, if that makes sense. And so I feel like Zeke, that's sort of where he lands for me. So I'm like kind of struggling between super villain, uh, straight super villain and next level evil shit but I don't quite want to bump him up to straight supervillain because like, I don't know, there's this part of me that's like, I don't actually, like, like it's again, it's this thing of like, I don't actually think, like when I think of, when I think of a villain, you know, he's not the first one that comes to my mind, you know, because I'm like, he is just trying to do based off the perspective he has in life he's lived, like the best thing he can do, right? So with that said, I can't help but take with everything that you put into consideration, I agree with. And then I look at next level evil shit and you see Madara. Now, inherently for me, I would genuinely say that Ezekiel isn't more evil than Madara, Correct. in my opinion. So with that, I would personally go and I with I get what I want. And the reason for it is... Oh, you're saying to, like, to keep him lower to than To actually keep like him Madara. lower than someone like Madara. And I mean, also for the fact that I feel like... The, what Ian said in the beginning, he's a product of his environment, actually plays more of a role in terms of that, like, synopsis of being evil because 
it more or less, yes, at the end of the day, it is a choice that he can make, but in the world that they live in, it's not as it's not as easy as just cutting ties from everything and doing your own shit. Like there are very big restrictions on just life and day-to-day routines and whatever. And like even how you have to live your life, most of the time you're told and you have to follow these restrictions. And like, I No, I get it. That makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. Like it, it's weird because I feel like if the opportunity was around or was like risen up, he would have been able to take a different route if chosen. So, but since yeah. he was dealt a negative hand, he has to kind of just keep on like rolling with it and like literally just going with the punches. And yeah, well, I, I, it's kind of just spun out. Like it's where I feel like Madara started out as somebody who was a product of his environment and circumstances and became somebody who reset the circumstance in like, he started out as an Uchiha, right? Somebody mm-hmm. who was from a family that was looked down upon and, and like thought less of and genuinely got the shittier stick of the deal when it came to the infrastructure of the Leaf Village and stuff. Mm-hmm. But through his ideals, his training, his skills, and most importantly, which I made a point to, or which I made a point of him, um, just his perseverance and his planning became somebody who reset those circumstances and in those circumstances still decided to be the villain. He was like, no, I'm still going to fuck up everybody's shit here because to be honest, I just kind of feel like everybody deserves it now. Where Ezekiel has never really quite struck me as somebody who, if he were to reset the circumstances, would still pick the villain role, like would still give him that role. Like he's always feels like somebody who is just going to do the best, who's always going to make the best decision in his circumstances. He's always yeah. going to be a product of it and not like somebody that, that sets it. Yeah. I think, I think Ezekiel's a very interesting character and I want to make sure that I preface one more time for anyone watching. If I wasn't clear enough before, this isn't a list of our favorite supervillains. This is a list of people that are villainous, right? So like I, I say that because of what I'm going to say about Ezekiel, because in, in a, in a, in a world where we want to break down the, the complexities of a character, I could see ranking him higher. But in a world of just straight villainy, I I do probably agree with he goes in somewhere around the lines of get what I want. And the reason why for me is mirroring what you guys have both said. I agree with you all. Um, I think Ezekiel is like a prime example of what anyone theoretically can become, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of when you hear of a lot of guys like from the military and things like that, um, that suffer from PTSD and things like that. Um, You realize that a good half of them percentage wise, it's not always because they've seen something in particular that is, that is shooken, you know, shaken them to the core. It's some of them. And I would argue even, you know, as many of them develop PTSD from the fact of something that they've done Mm -hmm. that they never could expect themselves doing. Mm -hmm. And the reason that happens, you know, is because people tend to forget that when you live in like this sort of bubble with not, you know, with like the threat of your life, not constantly on you or like all these exterior pressures that like you look at these characters and you're like, that's never me. You know what I mean? Like if I was Mm -hmm. back then I would have fought against, you know, whoever, or like it would have, but it's like, you really have to take a step for a second inward and put yourself in their shoes. And I think Ezekiel being, you know, product of his environment, this, this war that is going on, this political landscape and something that he's been thrust into literally since childbirth. Mm-hmm. His parents were trying to instill in him things that he had no clue what the fuck they were talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah. And to him, you know what I mean? He made a choice and he, t- he took that side because he believed that that was what was right, at least in the moment, whether that be through fear or through divine justice or whatever you want to call it. Right. But now Ezekiel is a soldier. 
just like anyone could be given the circumstances. And Ezekiel has done some fucked up shit, which is inexcusable, but that everyone really is capable of. If you have the ability to turn into a giant fucking monkey the size of a building, and you know what I mean, and shred rocks into these people that look really like ants, you know what I mean? And like, you've gotten a little taste of that. You know what I mean? Like, Who's to say that any one of us or you, you know what I mean, wouldn't be doing some similar shit to him in the position that he is in? You know, he's gone overboard, and I think that makes him wrong, and I do think he is, you know, more on the evil side, if you want to call it that, at the end of the day. But I do think that there is um, some self-reflection that people need to take when they look at Ezekiel like that. So for those reasons, I don't think that he is straight up villainous in the objective sense of the term. Yeah, I agree with get what I want. So I think he goes there. Very interesting character though. I I like that conversation around him. So, okay. Deep breath. So the next one we have here is uh, Boros from one punch talk (laughs) to be had here. I mean, really textbook super. I mean, he's just, this is from one part. I mean, there there was no, the whole point of his character. He's supposed to be the strongest guy that Saitama fights, but like that's, Really? What I is actually, the backstory here? So I actually think that is where the conversation comes personally. So you guys could agree or disagree, but let me let me try and uh, explain it the way I see it. So I don't I think Boros definitely goes like no lower than than next level evil shit in the atrocities that he has committed. Um but I I don't See, the thing with Boros is that at least from the story that we get from him and granted this is only within an episode or two, right? Because he comes down, he fights Saitama, etc., and it's done. But like from the the brief backstory that we get from him, his his mission at the end of the day is to find the strongest opponent, right? It's destined by the Oracle that you will find the strongest opponent if you jump universes and galaxies you, to find him, right? So in the meantime, he's going to fight everyone or do what he has to, to in order to find that person or to draw them out. And yeah, you know, he's basically committed genocide. Um, well, technically we don't know, but he's probably killed a fuckload of people in that pursuit. But it's interesting because it's like, at the end of the day, he just wants somebody really strong to fight. And not that what he's done to get there is excusable by any stretch of the term, but I compare him to someone like, you know, Madara or maybe even Griffith or Dio or something like that. And I think that it's like, okay, you know, if you had presented Boris with Boros with the ability to fight said strongest person right off the rip, I don't think he would have gone through the trouble of fucking everyone's day up if he already had gotten that thing. Yeah, you but know? the thing is, his idea of, like, the strongest person to fight for Boros has to be somebody stronger than him, right? Because if he fights anybody that's strong enough or almost strong, he's going to kill them and then be like, that wasn't enough. I Like, he's never going to be satisfied until he's beaten. So unless he, he fights his Saitama, like, you know, day one or whatever when he starts his quest, like he will ultimately always do the same thing because he'll just keep killing until he gets killed. He's not somebody that's, like, capable of really, in my mind, any sort of emotion other than, like, fight. <laughs> yeah. And well, I kind of relate him um, to someone in a weird sense, like a Thorkel from uh, Vinland Saga in his motivations. The only thing is, is that we're talking, when we talk about those two shows, it's like Thorkel, obviously, on that scale, is, like, so minute because Boros has the ability to basically destroy planets at that point. But I think that their motivations are actually pretty similar, you know? Kind of, but, I mean, it also depends on the outlet in which you are pursuing those motivations, i.e. Thorkel only kills in war. And, you know, obviously he switches sides, but it's not like 
he has stated it's boring when there isn't a war because then there's nobody to fight. It's not like he would take that opportunity to go out and start icing people. Right. Also, you know, I think the important distinction there is Thorkel has a, an honor code that he follows. Also This true. nigga does not. He yeah. will just literally roll up into a planet, and if nobody can, like, he'll fight, let's say, you know, 20 people, and if they can't beat him, he just vaporizes Yeah, I understand planet. what you're saying with the mindset, and yes, in some levels that is true. However... It's also to the extent that you are willing to go for said motivations and whether you are within a correct bounds of morality and right and like being right or wrong. And in Thorkel's case, it is technically right because he's using war as an excuse for those motivations, which, you know, it is war like that is the purpose compared to him who literally will just go planet to planet, ice and people just to do it. You know, it's like. I, yeah. I see the distinction point, there, personally. I think it was just to prove a point. Like, I think at some point for him, it stopped being about, like, finding this honorable, noble fighter that could challenge him. And, like, just so he could stretch his dick out. Like, for <laughs> real. That's, and, that, and that, like, I don't think, one, I think from a little perspective, like, his character isn't meant to have that much level of depth and, and mm -hmm. contradiction as, like, let's say a Madara or an Ezekiel. Um and that's why, yeah, I think it's straight super, because that's just what he is. He's sort of a textbook supervillain that is supposed to be super strong buff yeah, I actually agree. Yeah. I can put him there, but I would like to say real quick, though, in the case um, to, for a rebuttal in the case of the Thorkel comparison there, um, I I don't think it's as different as it's portrayed by some from like some of the things that you said. Um, because number one, we only see Thorkel in the confines of war within this show. There is no other, there is no other setting for us to really see if he would do that given the opportunity. Number two, in you know, this is based off like literal history. In Viking culture, like fighting someone and challenging them is a pretty normal thing. So if you want to call yes. it an honor code, sure. But what I'm saying is that like Thorkel, if he really wants to fight someone and if they agree to it, um, like he can do that war or not for him. War is just the perfect excuse to do it unabated. Exactly. Right? He but doesn't you have kind of just to... contradicted yourself in saying that in where he is willing to, obviously if the other guy said, no, I'm not fighting his direct response. Isn't okay. I'm killing you. There's still that level of, there needs to be that mutual respect that is understandable in which then would partake in a fight. And again, it's ingrained in their culture. So, also completely different in, in that sense. Again, well, compared to well, as okay, this. Well, okay, so let me you know word I mean? it a different like, way. Like, if Thorkel rolls up into a village, okay, yes. and he says, like, you know, show me your strongest fighter or people are going to start dying. Like, that is something that Thorkel would definitely, could, I could definitely see him doing. But, like, but the thing is, your speed, like, but the thing is, I understand what you're saying, but again, one, we don't know that much that much about his character, and two, that's a complete hypothetical, which you're trying, which you're comparing his mindset to, which again was contradicted before by saying, well, then they challenge, like they challenge fighting, and if that doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Like now we're just comparing hypotheticals okay. based off of what we. We're think also is talking about, about a character happen. that's literally not on this list, uh, and we've also already true. agreed where yes. to put Boros. So let's put Boros in his spot, and we will table mark the Thorkel discussion for. When Dorkel is, for Dorkel is a topic of discussion. All right, so all right, so the next Isabella. one we have is uh, Isabella from the Promised Neverland. Um, so I'm not gonna lie, I put her on. I'm not just. I'm not I, even again, just upset. Same. It's yeah, literally it's her. It's kind of like the Ezekiel story. argument, except again, I feel like where Ezekiel is like a little bit more of a. Uh, I don't know. Powerhouse isn't the right word. Like he's he's a little bit more of um, an an active like antagonist in the story here, she seems a little bit 
reactive, where it's like everything that happens to her stems from the fear, obviously, right, of not wanting to be, uh, you know, farmed and eaten by the aliens. Um, but then subsequently, everything after that sort of piles on to that initial point there, where it's like when she becomes a mom and, and you know, through all this cunning planning she does and the way she sets up the house and all that stuff, all of it, everything stems from that initial fear. And it's just like, oh, shit, I'm going to just keep living out my life like this because, God, I fucking hope I don't get caught by these aliens or I hope they don't just decide to eat me. And it's like where at least somebody like Ezekiel is like, all right, the world is the way it is and I've experienced what I've experienced and, like, that sucks, but now I can do something about that and I'm going to go do something about that even if it gets me killed. And I don't – and she clearly doesn't make that choice. Mm -hmm. Um, And so in my mind it's like kind of like what you were saying with with Ezekiel Madara where it's like if Ezekiel's – on uh, C tier, like she's got to be lower in my mind. Oh no. Yeah, I agree. And again, it just, it comes with the nature of the world and everything that's happened and it sucks. But at the end of the day, it's not evil. It's just a loss of hope, obviously for everything yeah. that's happened. Yeah. And then at the very end, now she has hope, right? And yeah, said yeah. Kids. And that's where she has her, like yeah. her breakthrough moment, you mm-hmm. know? And then you're like, okay, we know that we know why you did the things that you did. It is somewhat like, in ways, it is justifiable, you yeah, because you really didn't right. have any other Self-preservation. Choice. It's all about survival. Yeah, yeah really is what it 100%. is. So I agree there. So next we have uh, Muzan, <laughs> Mitsubishi Mussolini <laughs> Eclipse uh, um, yeah. from fucking uh, Demon Slayer. I'm going to put it to y'all straight. If you guys put him anywhere lower than A, <laughs> I'm fighting the both of you. I agree. No, yeah, I, I if, do if agree. Boros bro isn't it, that's a, like that one with the hat, the fedora, <laughs> that's a textbook supervillain right there, bro. He yeah, literally kills people just because they make him mad. <laughs> literally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They could like breathe at him the wrong way and he'll just like turn them into a pile of slush. Yeah. Like yeah. straight up. He's just like, yeah. 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 He, he's like on like Dio level shit for me. Um, you know, which is ironic being that they're both have like vampiric natures, but, um, they, that they're like, I don't give a singular fuck. You know yeah. what I mean? About, about, uh, I, about anyone. And I almost feel weird having Madara lower than him again, because of this like plan and call to action scenario, because like dog Muzan is, was hella strong, but like his literal plan was just to just chuck demons at everybody until they figured, could figure out a way to stop the sun. And then when the demon slayers figured that out, not the demon, he was like, I bet I'll just go in there and roll up on everybody's shit. And it's like, what was the point of what you've been doing? Like, because any scientist that would like figure out, you know, some formula from flowers or whatever, he would just kill them when they didn't do it or do it the way he wanted. And it's like, this whole operation was just hanging on a shoestring, bro. Dude, he's not I just mean, evil. He's fucking crazy. That, yeah. And you what? could say that like, oh yeah, they're all crazy because they're evil. But no, 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 no. Like he's genuinely fucking yeah. out of his mind, dude. Yeah. Like, like he's un- unfit psycho. to lead. He's unhinged, dude. Like he is <laughs> literal issues that like the doctor can't explain no it's fucking wild i i yeah that guy's nuts i wanted to zoom in i was gonna be like bro the only explanation you need is his fucking eyeballs dude that, yeah. that's it that's all you need yeah, yeah he like, is nobody uh, has those eyes and is like he's, uh, i am a pharmacist or like i am an ice cream driver ice cream truck ice cream truck like driver like, <laughs> like he's not some he's not some kind ass like he's he's mean he's just a mean mug yeah. he's literally the definition i don't know of man my boy mean. got hit by an ice cream truck when we were kids so <laughs> they could be evil, dude. He's just mean mugging. Look no, at this. I know. Yeah, he's uh, he's yeah. genuinely on the, on the and, and I do definitely want to do a future cheerlist about this. The one plus I will give my boy Muzan 
Bro, that drip. I was about to say <laughs> the same thing. I was like, my man may be crazy, but he makes crazy look yeah. kind of a little bit okay when you look that goddamn fresh. Okay, so I want to offer one rebuttal, and I've already agreed with you guys, but just to get the conversation going for anyone who may have had this opinion, there, I think there is potentially an argument to be made that because Muzan is literally fucking nuts, like I genuinely think he is a mental deficiency. Like the insanity clause? Correct. Where it's like he is not genuinely as evil as someone like say Dio or Griffith because he like it's almost like in his nature or, or, or to say that he well, couldn't I, even make another choice I get that argument but I don't think that's the case I don't think yeah. he's actually like legitimately has a mental disorder where he's like I just don't know what the fuck is going what yeah, is yeah. up because from what you know we've all read the manga like from the story he's painted as somebody who is quite literally given the option and shown the example that like hey demons um, can kind of take the the shortcut here in life, right? Because they can just fucking all that training and shit that like the, you get demon slayers got to do. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that noise. We can just fucking like swallow some blood and then we're super strong. And guess what? Mm. That whole life expectancy thing, not a problem. <laughs> fucking live forever. <laughs> there is this little thing where like you can't really be in the sun for too long. But yeah, other yeah. than that, like you're super boss. And like was like, all right, cool. Why why wouldn't I do that? And it's like, well, I mean, there's like a, a billion moral implications that it could possibly cause <laughs> along with the death of humanity. And he's like, yeah, yeah, but I don't give a fuck about them. I, I, I want the power. I want to be strong. And it's like, oh, okay, so you are you are that dude. <laughs> like you are, <laughs> you are that. And, you know, and it's like somebody, you wouldn't even, like Muzan has a level of, I don't want to say intelligence, but like has a level of self-awareness of his actions and where he stands in the world to where I don't think the claim of like he's actually has a mental disorder is valid. All right, so where do we put him? <laughs> uh, straight supervillain, bro. At the end of the day. Uh yeah. I, yeah. yeah, I can see straight yeah. supervillain. Yeah. I could even see an argument for us, to be honest, but yeah. <laughs> we'll 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 come back to that. Anyway, uh so last villain on our list is all for one from my hero academia. Um very mysterious man. In, in ways, right? There's, like, a lot to be said about his super villainy, um, and it's kind of alluded to through this this power, you know, that's been had, that he's been, been fucking people over, but it's like, we haven't, and I would assume purposely in the show, we've never fully seen his, like, his full motivations fully fleshed out, rather, is what I'm looking to say here. Um, other than that, he kind of wants Shigaraki to you know, continue said mm -hmm. evil legacy mm -hmm. um, for whatever, you know, for whatever reason he chooses him, maybe just despite the, you know, the, the chick who had the offer or one for all um, or not, maybe he genuinely sees something in him. Um, but I don't know. He's very complex. And I think at surface level, I, my, my gut tells me that he's um, what's above next level evil shit again. Straight supervillain. My gut tells me that he's like straight supervillain. I can see the argument for next level evil shit, but I don't think I could put him lower than that due to the fact that he again fits into this category of like, it's been to me, it's abundantly clear that he knows exactly what he is doing and he still chooses to intentionally do it because he can. And he doesn't really care about how many lives he ruins in the process, nor does this seem like any sort of noble cause that can get kind of flipped around, which is why I'm kind of struggling with the next level evil shit because I think he's more evil personally than someone like a Madara for those reasons. Um, I literally think he's just willing to fuck over whoever he needs to in the, for the sake of, of, of villainy. Um, but yeah, that that's my initial impression. I feel like 
he so from what we know uh, in the show and like literally the end of season four was kind of uh, gave us privy to I would say some of the most important stuff as far as like all for one's backstory and like just sort of where they all stand. Mm-hmm. I kind of think there's this weird duality thing they're playing here where like one for all and all might's mentor and all might and Deku like have this that power, which is, you know, the let's just say that's like the protagonist power. Right. That's the good, uh, you know, power is like passed down from person to person. Right. There's a lineage to follow. And I think it's the same way with all for one where it's like, you know, I don't know who had it before. um all for one, but like they had the power and then all for one got it. And now all for one, I'm, but I'm assuming that it works differently in that the power all for one does not get passed down rather, but the successor has to take it from the person who has it, meaning they probably have to kill them. Um, because I think it's something that would accentuate while, you know, again, one for all, the name literally accentuates this idea of like giving to other people and being like, no, this is not my power solely. This is for anybody who has the righteous will to carry it where all for one is like, no, this is my power. If you want it, come and take it, you know? And so I think all for one specifically, he kind of feels like, you know, again, this is obviously because we don't know the whole backstory. So this is all subjective, but he kind of feels there's this level of subjectivity where I'm like, he, he sort of just feels like this guy in the middle, right? Where like, I don't even really think he is like, the end-all, be-all villain, right? Like, I think he's sort of in All Might's scenario where it's, like, in his time, right, when he got the power and for his purposes, he was, like, the, you know, the the villain. He was, you know, he was the top-tier guy. But I think, you know, and just obviously from the way the story's framed, Deku, in his generation, and wh- whatever stage he will take one for all's power, uh, I'm assuming Shigaraki, at least as far as the person who will probably be the next successor to All for One, um is actually going to be, like, the villain who sort of breaks into All for One or, or finds out what makes it tick and, like, or at the very least evolves it to, to a stage that All for One couldn't get it to. Wait, so um, I zoned out for a second on the, on, so, I'm, so, I'm sorry. So are you saying that All for One, that he is not the first one to have All for One, the All for One that we know right now? Yeah. I don't think that's the case. Oh, I th- no? no, I think he's literally the guy from the start. Like, oh. he hasn't died at oh. all from it, which makes me think that even if this power is passable, he's not trying to pass it. I think personally... Well, I, this, I definitely don't think he's trying to pass it either, which is what I was saying about the yeah, whole, like, yeah, yeah. like, the lineage of that. Um, I guess all long-winded way of what I was trying to say, which is just that I think All for One is a little bit... is is not as, like, in the loop of, like, the main supervillain role as I think the story right now is, like, making him out to be. Okay, interesting. Gavin, so that's, what do you think? I guess that's, I would put him probably next level evil shit for that. Gavin's in the tank. What do we got? Gavin is in the tank. <laughs> and, and it's, uh, well, it's weird because, again, comparing him to Madara, and it's it's different because Madara... I feel like we've act- compared almost everybody to strictly, specifically Madara. Which is saying something, right? Because yeah, Madara is, is a very complex character it in is. general. He's a dope-ass so. nigga. Look at that dude. Oh, he's like chilling on a run. I mean that, but <laughs> I think... Come get some of this shit. You can't. And uh, the reason why I feel like we compare him to it is because of that mindset swap where yeah. it's like the the nobility factor and it's like, well, does, does this person have it? Does this person have it? Like, is that... And that, that's kind of like almost a benchmark of us determining if like the true evil or not. Oh, I fucking whacked that. Oh, uh, um, <laughs> I was like, I fucking uh, whacked uh, that. Shit. Yeah, wild. Anybody seen this fly? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch! <laughs> Yo, careful. I had to. I couldn't compulsive. Nigga, chill. Right. <laughs> but like, in a weird way, it's 
Oh, fuck. Everything that I think of, I'm coming up with a contradiction, and that's what's <laughs> making it hard to say because I'm like, yo, at the end of the day, he ain't putting as much work in as Madara did. Like, flat out, he waited three generations, and I'm like, yes, you're not a good person and you're evil. And then also I think back to the movie and it's all the shit that we know they have on the back burner that they're going to start throwing at people and the heroes that are there now. And it's going to really change the playing field when it comes to how they're going to have to live their life. What the actual like evil presence or presence of that show is going to entail. And then they're, you know, they're going to roll out with just him on the back burner and his fucking suit running down the red carpet. Who's like, I'm the one who started the shit. I've been pulling the strings since the beginning, you know? And it's like, and it's weird because the presence that he has, there's no other way to introduce him really in my mind than it be in that essence where it's like, yeah, I've just kind of been doing it this whole time. Even if Shigaraki has an importance or not, I can literally see him be like, yeah, nope, that's just another pawn that I was playing. It really has no relevance. I know he's an idiot and he's a strong idiot. So that's That's why I was able to, you know, yeah. Yeah. So where'd you put him? Well, I think it's, I do want to say something and this might help your decision. Um, I do. Number one, it is hard when we don't have a series completed to really give a, like a solid opinion because there's a lot of conjecture and predictions along with that. And we might find out that someone that we rank lower or higher, you know, subverts our expectations. That's number one. But number two, I wouldn't rack your brain so much over the, how much planning did I put into this aspect of it? Um, I think at the end of the, number one, if we've established, if he is the original all for one, which I believe he is, well, somebody could correct me, that he it. has been doing this for a while. Again, if he does, yes, correct. Number two, even though though like that that is a factor, I don't think it's as big of a factor as it needs to be because I think at the end of the day, regardless of how much planning you put into something and how much you are willing to sacrifice in order to make that plan work, I do think at the end of the day, the actual pl- the the plan, the terms you use to get that plan to fruition and the motivation behind the plan are the three more important things, right? Because you could mirror that for someone who's a good guy and say, "Hey, you put literally three generations of thought into this plan and you got there. Or you could say for Madara, again, where it's like, sure, he put all this in it, but at the end of the day, Madara's um, motivations in his mind were sound, right? Uh, you know, again, the route he took to get there, and then at the end he was misguided. So I think there, there's... So it's weird. Play. I agree and I disagree with that. Because yes, that is true. However, for me, it shows a level, a level of dedication to live in that mindset for X amount of time. And it's different to where it's like, oh, I completed this plan in a year. Yes, that was your plan. However, if you had to hold off on said plans and put in the work to now make it actually proceed over this literal like decades of time to get your plan to fruition, I feel like not a lot of villains, A, have that patience and B, (laughs) are even willing to put in that time and work because it's almost for the instant gratification of what they want, whatever it is and whatever they're seeking. That's fair. So for me, it actually plays a bigger role. It could go either way. And it can go either way. Yeah. So uh, fair enough. I can see an argument for straight supervillain and next level evil shit. Well, you got to pick one because you're the tiebreaker. Um, (laughs) Wait, tiebreaker. I said straight supervillain. I said said next level level evil shit. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go next level evil shit. I think that's my final right, answer. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, all right. Okay. Cool. Um, all right. Now, you're, Ian's the only one who's used a token, right? Correct. Correct. Okay. And that so. was some underhanded <laughs> shit to make me have to use that token, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Democracy. Gavin, yeah. we'll high five outside. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
We should anyway. have another rule where we can like combine two tokens together to overrule <laughs> said one token. What is happening here? No, 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 right. no, 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 no. Because right. that's pretty. That's that's an interesting twist. Because it is, right but we're now, not doing it this yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because yeah. you know that can't be going down. That's absolutely why. not. And I will, I will fight both of you to the death before he get, he rocks. Oh, yeah, to be honest, man. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? I, I can only just man. imagine the audio only listeners right now be like, "What the fuck is going on?" Okay, Gavin got a Charlie horse. Gavin's gonna take five. Anyway, um, you have a token. I'm going to, yeah, I, so I have a token here, and <laughs> to be honest, like <laughs> throughout this whole conversation with every person that we've been ranking, my mind keeps like this one repeating thought just keeps like ringing in my head, and it's like these niggas really did my boy Madara dirty. <laughs> really put him in B tier, bro. We got niggas like Dio and and what uh, Griffith in S tier, and my boy. Ma- Look, I feel like yeah. we. I feel All like right. we have just underestimated the idea. And Gavin was even literally repeating this in his last point here that like, bro, half the niggas on this list don't have the patience and the cunning to put the kind of plan that Madara put in action, let alone have it succeed I disagree. because they can play but that many parts in that many roles. I disagree in his instance because of his mindset. However... Well, I disagree also because Dio is over 100 years old and has and had the contingency plan, and um, Griffith also, if you read manga, has had plans. Well, y'all disagreements mean shit because fair I'm enough. putting him in S tier because that's... Uh, he's yeah, just, but I think you also forgot who has the mouse, so... <laughs> How about I break your other leg, Gavin? <laughs> <laughs> All right, wait, you're going where? Madara, S. Wait, straight to S, not even... Straight Damn, to S, dog. Dude, that's a bold That's a bold move. That's I gotta defend move. my boy. He's getting, getting spit on out here, bro. <laughs> I don't think so. I think he's complex. I think he's actually one of the most interesting characters out of here. For it's the conversation, to say because but you spit on him by putting. All right, beat. well then, but I don't, think he's ass. Then I don't think he's Isabella ass. is going straight <laughs> to ass. <laughs> what the fuck? You know what? Everyone's in D. Everybody's in D. Um, damn, it, it sucks because now I'm just left with like these like lowly ranker fucking scum of the earth, and I can't even. Well, you don't have to move anywhere. I know, but the thing is, I want to fuck with someone to move. <laughs> well, and you got a Charlie horse, so you lost that yeah, opportunity. Yeah, I did lose that opportunity. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there have been times nobody's used the token, so. That's if you I know. Plus, I feel like, I, I, I don't know, like, to be honest, I could see Madara in A, but I feel like since I have a token, like, that power, <laughs> I'm like, I gotta move them yeah, all the way up. Yeah, we should have so many rules to where we can, like, use a token to lock a character in a we spot We literally could like, make, like, an actual, li- an like, actual a list, list of rules when we do this. We'll if just turn has... this into, like, fucking Super and Mario. And I would literally just play up. it to be a dick, because that's Gavin. <laughs> that would be <laughs> funny. If anyone, <laughs> no, that's a genuine question I have for anyone. If you yeah. have any ideas in terms of, like, what cool rules can be established that we can incorporate into this to make it almost more of like a game i'm down for that idea so long as they make sense you know for the, for the episode definitely <laughs> i saw that yeah no you didn't and i'm gonna break the other leg that isaiah doesn't that isaiah didn't break uh, i'm like a kid when he gets caught like fucking you don't have to pick crayons. anything i know that's put, the, put right. boros one down we all know that you wanted him down no fuck one. you this thing if anything all right boros s tier Kevin is literally like a fucking dynamite bro you Fucking wild card. No, no, I'm keeping it. That looks pretty. Yeah, especially right, it looks pretty. <laughs> no, that's fair. I I do think that this list for the most part um is is pretty sound. I would say, um, but yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Arguments and all. That's part of the uh the you know the fun in this these tearless ruined friendships, hundred and ten percent. But anyway, let us know, folks, what you thought of our tier list. If you agree with where the folks landed and you know ended up, and our arguments for each of them, um, what other villains do you think could have made a spot on this tier list? Mm-hmm. So if we maybe revisit this, we could have a whole new list of uh, super villains on there. Yes, yes. Yeah, that would be really and cool. And the rules. 
Yeah, and the rules. And if you uh, have any other tier list suggestions that you would like to see, let us know as well. But until next time, guys, thank you so much for watching. We'll catch you on the flip. Peace. Later. Peace.